Welcome to Here We Are, the podcast where we talk about all of the beautiful flavors of Nerd Possible, because we are actually talking about flavors today, and we are all nerds, and you come here to listen to nerd things. So there's that. I'm your curator, Joy Bork. If you've listened to the Bread with Ted episode, you will already know how much I love sourdough and the science of edible fermentation that goes along with it. From December of 2019 until now, I have been the benefactress of the wild yeasts around me breaking down sucrose and making magical edible elements as evidence of their work and existence. My love of fermentation began when I left a job in November of 2019 and started doing the things I said I would do when, quote, I had time. That began my deep dive into sourdough, and it has been a lovely ride. Except for that one time when I was tidying up my freshly fed sourdough's jar and it slipped out of my hand, shattered on the edge of the counter, and sliced my thumb open, leading me to get my first four stitches of my life. And it's fine. I'm fine. Everything is fine. I've got a cool scar now that you can see if you want at some point. <laughs> but anyway, fermentation. Fermentation brings us back to the beginning, to the basic elements of food. And in the case of sourdough, it is the bringing together of flour, water, and salt that creates pure magic. I have by no means mastered the labor of love that is sourdough but I have a good enough feel on it that I decided to branch into another realm of fermentation this year, kombucha. I tried it many moons ago and had a eh response until I visited my friend Amanda, tried it again, and was hooked. Kombucha, in its essence, is fermented tea. So just like sourdough is flour, water, and salt, plus the wild yeast contained in the starter, kombucha is tea, water, and sugar activated by a SCOBY, which stands for a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast, S-C-O-B-Y, which is made up of lactic acid bacteria, acetic acid bacteria, and yeast. It is another truly magical thing. So here I am, spending a lot of money on something that I thought was too far out of my reach to figure out, but of course, how am I to know if it is truly out of my reach or not if I don't do any research? So I dove headfirst into the world of kombucha. I took a masterclass on it, and what did I learn? It is so similar to the process of sourdough, just with more liquid and longer fermentation periods. So let me talk you through the essence of making booch. Number one, you get or grow a SCOBY. You can order them online, you can get one from a friend. Or you can create one over the period of a few weeks from a bottle of unflavored kombucha that you can get at the store. Two, you gotta make the liquid that becomes the kombucha. So you brew some real sweet tea. So it's six-ish tea bags of black tea per gallon. You let it steep for 20 minutes. Dissolve one to one and a half cups of sugar after you remove the tea bags. Then... You let it cool or add some ice to cool it between 72 to 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Then you end up combining that with the SCOBY in a big jar. Number three, depending on the temperature of your environment, the first fermentation period can take between three to seven-ish days. 
The goal is to let this first ferment do its magic and then bottle it when it's in between super sweet and super acidic. It's a happy middle. Number four, flavors. These are glorious. There is so much information out there on what you can do with flavor. You might think it's just adding a new ingredient or set of ingredients into the first ferment to give it a little more depth, but it's more than that. It's adding in another round of natural sugars. It could be as simple as adding in fruit slices or a fruit puree or creating a flavored simple syrup. The options are endless and they make me so happy. Number five. Once Ferment 1 is bottled and you've added your flavor, the second wait period begins. This could take, again, between 3 to 10-ish days based on your environment's temperature. Kombucha likes to be around 76 to 82 on a consistent basis. Number six, every so often, this is one of the awkward parts, but you might need to burp your bottles. The second ferment, which happens in sealed containers, can build up pressure because the natural yeast in the kombucha live off of that sucrose that is in the brew. And as they ingest it, they release carbon dioxide as a byproduct, which adds carbonation. Ha <laughs> ha! Science! Number seven. Once you're happy with the balance of sweet and acid and carbonation in the brew, you can dramatically slow down the fermentation through putting the bottles in the fridge. Number eight, one of the last and final steps before doing it all over again usually involves me texting a set of friends and saying, help, the fridge is overrun with kombucha bottles. Come get some. And now this magic of science is not only bringing me joy through experimentation, but it's bringing me connection through being able to share this beautiful thing that I have created. Another wonderful part of this whole process has been coming up with punny names for my brews. It all started when Amanda requested strawberry lemon basil as a flavor. So, of course, I named it That Summer Clo since her last name begins with Clo. Since then, I've created Freshly Minted, which is watermelon and mint. Berry bean, which is so good. Oh my gosh, it's blackberry vanilla. Spicy water is watermelon and tahine. Berrywinkle, which is raspberry, blackberry, vanilla. Which cider are you on? Which is <laughs> apple cider. I'm falling for you. Cinnamon, vanilla, apple cider. So good. And I've even branched out into a second brew jar with chai black tea as its base that produces my now beloved chai chai again flavor, which is cinnamon vanilla chai. Sometimes I need just a little bit more flavor and I've run out of my other syrups or fruits. So I will create a one-off under the title, A Chance Encounter meaning I use whatever I have available on the counter. I've got a shared note with my booch regulars that decodes and informs their flavor experiences and holds my punniness close to heart. I hope this nerdlet inspires you to try booch. GT's trilogy is a great place to start. And with that, 
don't forget, curiosity wins and the world needs more nerds. Bye.